This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. So when, at the end of the show, when Hangman was on the ladder with John Moxley, it was almost like I was looking at myself on the ladder facing Sarah. And then Sarah fell, and I, I grabbed the poker chip. It, it was almost uh, a representation of this podcast. Um, mm. Everything that was Sarah fell. Um, and everything that was me uh, celebrated. At the end of that show, the crowd was going crazy. I'm holding my poker chip. I'm drinking my soda because I don't drink. But still... <laughs> I was chugging my soda, uh, and everything was right with the world. That's basically how I saw things. Um, uh, Sarah, did you see anything any differently than the way I just said it? Dude, um, we're in so much trouble right now with this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think Tony Khan and AEW just want us to not do this anymore because they keep putting us against each other, and this is probably like – all the other stuff was like kind of play fighting, and now this is like properly serious. Like, <laughs> I'm fuming. I'm loving fuming. it. <laughs> as soon as that music hit, I just went, "What is the point?" Like, oh, the... I'm, I'm sorry, but Moxie for the first time in two years got I'm sorry booze. Are you kidding me? Those, those were booze. Those were booze. Uh, <laughs> not on people. Not on. This was the greatest moment in AEW history. Um, it's right there with uh, John Moxley being knocked out with uh, a microphone. It was right there with it. It was right there with it, neck and neck. Um, I'd say this was better um, because he was so so close. His Moxie's fingertips were. I think it, he touched it, didn't he? Yeah, he touched, he touched it. it. I think yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. I think he touched it before yeah. he fell and lost. He touched it. Yeah. Um, so I just, um, be, I just hate to be a cowboy right now, knowing they've got a Moxie shadow going to be looming over them. Because, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something now, from experience watching this. Mox, don't forget nor forgive. So enjoy your time in the sunshine, cowboy. And neither do you. You do not yep. forget or I'm glad forget. I'm so. a bet on this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. Welcome, everybody, to your AEW Dynamite <laughs> review for October 6th, It may be the last one ever. Could be the last episode we ever have. So enjoy it uh, while it lasts, because yeah. you never know. We could uh, murder each other across the sea before this thing is over with. <laughs> If that's possible. Um, oh, good show up came... near you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm very thankful for that. Thankful for the seat. <laughs> yes. Thank you for all that water. Um, <laughs> Dynamite came to us this week from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and that crowd was incredible tonight. It was amazing. Uh, so much energy. 
I loved it. Um, but before we really get into this show, uh, there's so much to get into. I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, which may or may not end with this show. <laughs> um, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. Wow, you can that. follow, Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, don't come to me looking for excitement for Hangman because it ain't going to be there. <laughs> Please uh, give her some grief. Uh, Thanks. Would... Yes, you are absolutely welcome. Um, also, Please follow us on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. So, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> so happy to ask you this. Are you ready to talk some dynamite? No. <laughs> well, we're going to go anyways. I'm wearing my let's, shirt. Let's go. What a match to open the oh show. Oh, my God. This was um, insane. It was the elite consisting of Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks taking on Brian Danielson. Yes, the super elite. Taking on Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. And an awesome eight-man tag match. Um, uh, The match became a four-on-three match, a handicap match, basically. Though after Christian was... Cole sprayed uh, in the eyes by Cutler and Indy takered on the floor by the Bucks. That looked resulting, It did. It did. Uh, resulting in what appeared to be a neck injury. You know, they were playing into the fact that um, Christian has a, a history with that. Mm-hmm. And we eventually got Omega and Danielson one-on-one in the ring, and that oh. was awesome. Uh, this entire match was awesome. Like, the whole thing was... Uh, what an opening. Beginning man. to end, it was like, Yes, uh, but even though Omega had uh, trouble power bombing Luchasaurus, he did have a little bit of trouble with that. The Slightly. elite still, yeah, the elite still picked up the win after Jungle Boy was crushed by a four-way BTE trigger. Uh, the numbers game was just too much after Christian was taken out. Uh, so, how much did you love this opener? This match was insane. Like, it was. I. I had no idea this was opening. And I was just like, this, like, I had a high expectations, obviously. But my goodness, yeah. this, like, surpassed it. It felt like it never dropped a gear. It just felt no. feel like it just kept intensifying and just, like, it was mm-hmm. crazy. And, look, as much as I really don't <laughs> like Super Elite and everything, you got to yeah. admit that they are absolutely fantastic doing his heels right now. You cannot take, unfortunately, you cannot take your eyes off them when they're just being absolute a-hats. And Adam Cole, <laughs> when he did that run and then stopped in the middle to his little oh. baby thing, I was just like, <laughs> you absolute bleepity bleep bleep bleep, dude. Oh my that, God. That was perfect. Oh. And just when uh, he like slowly turned around and just oh, like, Luchasaurus <laughs> was there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, absolutely brilliant. But what I love too is that everybody in the match had amazing moments. Uh, You you got eight guys in there, everybody, especially Luchasaurus. Uh, Luchasaurus, uh, they, yeah, he looked like a stud in that match. Mm. That's one of the, 
the the best showings I've seen of Luchasaurus in a while. Not to say he's had bad showings, but he just really he stood out in that match. I thought he he was. And great, considering but... we don't see him a lot on Dynamite, um, mm-hmm. as much as like other people that we do, he's so yeah. over still. Like mm-hmm. everything he does, like he gets a good reaction, and it's just like the size of that guy should not be able to do like some of the stuff he does. Yeah. I mean, and I was yeah. just going back to Adam Cole, his facial expressions just, just, yeah. just make me laugh so much because I'm just like, you deserve it, dude. You can keep looking shocked and like, you know, oh no, oh, you want yeah. I'm happy this is happening to you. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but I'm still impressed with how Luchasaurus countered that uh, Kenny Omega powerbomb. I don't know how he did that. Oh, no, but, no uh, idea. Yeah, we need to. Teaching people how to counter a power bomb like that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Kenny's face is like, <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He, he, you know, I've seen him make a couple of mistakes, and he yeah. plays them off so well. He just his, he had this little diabolical laugh yeah. after it happened. Like I don't know, and it just also, kind of went crazy for a minute. It just, and it also fun. the fact after like Kenny was just having like a little moment in the ring, and everybody just started chanting, "Kenny, no false," and you could just yeah. see him go. So we're uh, still on that. Like that's that's not co- going away. The commentary team was just like, yeah. So this was started last week, um, and now they're just like kind of taking it. And I was just like, I, that has to be a shirt. Someone just has to make that shirt. Yeah, that chant is not going away now. No, it's, uh, it's, it's just pure brilliant. Yep, yep. Um, next we saw John Moxley, and um, he was not in a good mood, and that. <laughs> is foreshadowing for what's coming up later. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is getting weird around here for him. Plus, (laughs) he has a baby at home, and she is insane. Oh, my God. I love him so much. But he says he's in the ladder match tonight, and this is not only his town and his company, but he says that is his belt. And I agree with you, Mr. Moxley. It was stolen. Mm. I was just like rah rahing. <laughs> I was like a little cheerleader for going, yeah, you go on. But I do love the fact that you can just imagine him at home with Renee, just like baby won't sleep or anything. And he's just like yeah. walking around going, She's insane, Renee. She's like, She's insane. And she's like, Yeah, she's yours. And he's just slowly <laughs> yeah. but surely unraveling. And he's just like, I need to go to work and like beat people up right now. Like she's driving me crazy. I was just Thank- like, oh my god. And things didn't get any better better for him tonight. So. Oh, seriously, if you want to <laughs> this guy is just <laughs> on the edge of just like, oh, it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> it's, it's funny that all it took was him having a child for him to turn heel. I mean, <laughs> considering I don't it, have children, it happens. I can yeah. really see, like, from other people, I can see that how that makes you, like, really mm-hmm. annoyed with everything. Um, it's just it, really, like, evident to me that really don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just amazing that I'm just the sweet, lovable guy that I am. Yeah, people don't really know you, do they? <laughs> All right. But uh, somebody that everyone does love came out mm-hmm. next, and that was CM Punk. He, oh he hit the God. ring. Grabbed a what mic, a guy. And, yeah, because he had something to say, 
He wanted to talk about his humble beginnings, talking about his time spent in Philadelphia, living, eating, sleeping, breathing pro wrestling, and how much he appreciated being back in it. Uh, Then he gave the fans a choice. He could either buy them all cheesecake slash cheesesteak. Oops. (laughs) He kind of messed up the cheesesteak thing. Or he could wrestle in a match. Uh, They voted wrestle. Uh, So he called out Daniel Garcia Uh. to face him on Rampage. Um, Is this going to be a cheesesteak on a pole match? Either way, I'm excited for it. Seriously, like, when you, like, CM Punk, amazing, like, yes, and everything. Mm-hmm. But 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, they've come in and they have just, like, they've mm-hmm. been, like, put to the top. So AEW yep. sees something spectacular. And to be honest with you, so do I. But, yeah. like, they're just like, okay, so here's your first matches that, like, Darby, Marks, Eddie, Stings mm-hmm. here. Um, oh, by the way, yep. here's CM Punk. Like, what? Yeah. What? Um, and they may not be winning a lot, but they look great, and they're making others look great, too. They're exactly. good at, at that also, spot. But also, they don't need to win right now. They're, like, mm-hmm. they're getting these opportunities. They are learning. And, you know, Daniel yep. Garcia is getting all this opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. And also, just a quick note, CM Punk gave his shoes away. He did. He, he gave did. his shoes away. He couldn't the, get one uh, of them off quickly enough, but he gave them away. It was to Orange Cassidy uh, cosplayer kid. kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very and then cool. I just saw Very him cool. like, walking back up the ramp in his sock. And seriously, like, <laughs> how long has he been in the company now? Like two months? He still can't remember which, he, which tunnel he's going to go down. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if he's just messing with people by now because you got to know now, right? You and also, know. he almost didn't make that jump. Oh, yeah. He literally landed so near the edge of that barrier. Take take it easy, punk. Jeez, dude. We need you, you, man. Don't start injuring yourself. We need you. Uh, Next, we had Arn Anderson, uh, who was was in Cody's backyard, burning Cody's suit in a trash can, apparently having broken into Cody's house to get that little... Little scary there, Arn. Hey, uh, co- co- yeah, he's got a clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he does. So, uh, Cody came out to confront Arn, and Arn demanded that Cody take off his tie and burn it. And after Arn slapped him in the face, he did it. I, I think, I think Arn believes Cody has gotten a little too Hollywood. I think he actually mm-hmm. said that. Yeah, but man, he it's getting it's getting weird. But yeah. in a good way, in a good way, I think. Uh, yeah. It, I, I'm very interested in where this is going. I feel like Arn's put his big boy pants on with Cody and just now, like, disciplining. Just, like, Man. he's been such an A-hat, dude. Like, I just love the fact that when Cody peered over the balcony and then he decided to come down, he went, what, you're going to shoot me? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> after, after some of the things I had last week, we're really going yeah. back to that. Um, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, Arn mentioned, why, why don't you just draw a star on your face? And as oh. soon as that line was mentioned, I just thought, Slick's going to love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately thought of him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This, this, was, this was good. I enjoyed what this was. But it did feel <clears> a <throat> bit, like, too, like, a lot of set dressing. 
like Cody in his big yeah. house. Cody relaxes in a full piece suit with a tie and diamante cufflinks while he's got a newborn. No, I mean, he, he, huh. he was in bed. He was asleep with that. I think that's <laughs> those were his for business. <laughs> those were his pajamas. <laughs> He was those are his PJs. He just wakes up he, for work, just ready. Yeah, he sleep he sleeps in style. That's how I picture. Oh my god! It. But yeah, for what it yeah it's it was a very uh yeah cinematic uh vignette. Yeah, it, but but for for what it was, I thought it they they did well with it. Uh, it had a creepiness to it. Yeah, you know, a little. Yeah. It, There's a emo- in the backyard with a fire. With a barrel with a you know, burning like burning my suit that like he just stole from ta- my house. It's like he's been taking like pointers from like Jake Roberts. It's like being a creepy yeah. guy with I mean, like fire and like, But honestly, you know, breaking into somebody's house and, and burning their stuff, it almost felt like that's something like Malachi Black would do. You know, it just seems like very. Yeah, Malachi would burn the person in the clothes, like not, well, not yeah, take, like, not yeah, to put yeah. them in the fire. Good um, point. Good point. Yeah. Also, <laughs> okay, I... so so Arn is like a watered down Malachi Black yeah. at this point, right? Okay, yeah, I got like, you. He's this... like a Malachi light. <laughs> boot, boot, bootleg Malachi. Malachi I gray. <laughs> Malachi gray. <laughs> um, right. But also with this, like the entire thing, the. One that Arnie's you threw us away. It was like some romantic comedy where they just like they're on a break <laughs> and like one of them's gone off and cheated and like it's just it's just uh, like what yeah. am I watching? <laughs> what emotion am I supposed to feel? Why am I <laughs> you crying? Threw us away. Why okay, am I Arnie. crying? <laughs> oh, I'm getting all misty eyed. Uh, uh, all right. So back to some entering action after uh, that. Um um, Bobby Fish oh challenged Sammy Guevara for the TNT title next. And after a brief introduction of Bobby Fish to the AW audience and a video showing Sammy giving Fuego a new truck. Fuego's a- little line there was um, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, where it's I'll, like, I'll trade it in for... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Go get him, Sammy. So My um, husband... He's not seen the show, but he knows what's happening, which is really suspicious. But he said, like, because he knew Sammy won the title last week, he said, oh, so is Fuego going to now turn on Sammy and join the Hardys? Hardy family. Uh, I was like, how do you uh, know this? How do you know hmm. what's going on? So that's from a guy that doesn't watch. So He's yeah, watching it. He's watching He's definitely it. secretly watching it. Yep, yep. We're we're on to you. We're on he's a, to he's you. A, he's a he's a secret AEW watcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I start we'll seeing see you wearing my shirts, I'm going to kick off because you'll catch them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just going to love it when he comes home in a Hangman Adam Page shirt. Oh, uh, I will chuck him that's, out. That's my bags, dude. With his bags on the front, <laughs> he dares um, even betrays my guy. <laughs> but we got a fun match between Bobby Fish and. And Sammy, um, and uh, resulting in Sammy retaining the TNT title with the GTH, but that was not all that happened. Um, no. Afterwards, though, Dan Lambert led his troops out of the crowd. It was American Top Team along with Scorpio Sky, and they all surrounded the ring with Sammy in it. Uh, and Paige Van Zant distracted Sammy, 
allowing the rest of the guys to pounce on him. Fuego ran out to, to save his friend, but was quickly taken down. Then Judas hit. And Jericho and Hager came out and saved the day, clearing the ring of, of Lambert's goons. Uh, Lambert was not happy about that, and he was not happy about the fans singing Judas. He that wanted was to so funny. Stop. Yep. But, and he announced that on October 16th in Miami, the inner circle will be facing the men of the year and Junior Dos Santos in a six-man tag match, and Jorge Mazladal will be in their corner. And after Jericho got a working microphone, he had a little trouble with the mic oh, he was for a not second. Happy. No, he said that the inner circle will beat the sh out of them in Miami. So, a lot to talk about coming out of that. Also, mm. match and, and a lot of action afterwards. Yeah, I mean, match was amazing. Um, I've not mm -hmm. seen Bobby Fish for a good two, three years in the ring. So, yeah, that was uh, um, a nice little reminder of how good he is. That was um, the first Bobby Fish match I've ever seen. Is so it? That, that tells you, yeah. So I, I enjoyed him. I thought he was great. It was really good. Like, new, like, imagine like the opportunities and the people you can work against, like with that yeah. type of, um, kind of like move set and stuff in AEW. It's just going to be insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we obviously sort of knew that Sammy was going to retain because, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, th yep. that's what yep. was going to happen always. But the whole yep. um, Dan Lambert thing, I'm glad we're moving to a different stage of this now. And also, because I watch... We know I'm an avid watcher of the vlogs. Uh, so I watch BT, mm -hmm. I watch Sammy's, and I watch Ethan Page's. And mm -hmm. it was hinted on there as well. I think it's already... I think it may have been on last week that many of you had started targeting Sammy straight away after the title uh, win. Um, okay. So that's that's an interesting place. And it does feel like the whole thing with Men of the Year is they feel like they've been passed up on um, opportunities and title opportunities and this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so going after like Chris Jericho and like Sammy of the TNT Championship is quite smart because there are obviously people that you know, started at the top of the company and still are there where, like, Scorpio Sky was, what, tag team champion, like, mm, two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so I'm really interested in that. I just love the fact that um, Dan Lambert was like, oh, not this song again. The crowd was like, yeah, we're just going to keep singing it, dude. <laughs> like, you don't have much opportunity. Um, so, I'm, the only thing is, I just wondered where Santana and Ortiz was in this. Um <clears throat> Because I thought yeah. they would have all come out. It does feel like we've put the whole inner circle as a group thing on the back burner, even though mm -hmm. they're all still wearing the jackets. Yeah. Um, and, and at least Jericho and, and um, Hager came out to yeah. at least help yeah. Sammy. Still and shows Frego a little bit of the. As well. Frego was there yeah. as well. Um, yeah, but it still shows that. <laughs> Let's still see. shows that Inner Circle have each other's back yeah, when they're there. And I'm assuming the excuse would be that Santana and Ortiz were not there tonight. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm interested <clears throat> for this match in Miami. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm, uh, I've not been uh, overly fond of this entire thing. But I'm enjoying uh, it for what it is. It's not my favorite thing on the show. but I'll tell you, it's growing on me. Yeah. Um, fast. Um, and I think the more we see uh, 
the the MMA folks, I th- I think it can get better. Um, yeah. If if it, if it's a long term thing, and it might not be, it might just be a short term. It might be something they're just playing by ear. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we'll see. But if you could, that reaction from the crowd for Dan Lambert, if that mm-hmm. tells you anything, I think it's working. Yeah, that crowd was like livid the entire time he was yeah. talking. And where Jericho said, I didn't hear anything you yeah. said. Part of that was, you know, part of Jericho being Jericho, but legitimately the true. crowd was the crowd was <laughs> so loud. loud throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So it's working. Uh it's I mean, it's getting it's getting over with the crowd, you know. Yeah, and also like one of my best friends, like he sort of he used to watch NXT ages ago. And he, he like he constantly hears me talk about AEW and stuff. And, like, he started watching bits of it, and he decided to watch this entire show, but in two bits because of his job. So he sent yeah. me a message before saying, I've just watched it up until um, the end of the match with uh, the TNT title. And he knows, like, the MMA stuff. He's oh, into okay. all that so... type of stuff. So he's been, like, sort of, like, drawn in with that. Um, so that's cool. All yeah, right. so, I mean, from that side of things... <clears throat> It's obviously like something that's, you know, like working in that respect. Just because I don't overly love it doesn't mean it's not working. It's just, I think it's, I'm just more invested in other stuff in AEW at the moment, um, which is fine. It's just something for everybody. Um, But I'm really interested to see if my friend actually picks up AEW properly because um, I'll have someone else to talk about it to. So when this podcast doesn't work out. I can start a new one. <laughs> you, you, you found you another co-host. Uh, <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case. Uh, who are we kidding? You're not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. That's what you say, dude. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Me and Daddy are fighting. <laughs> we're, well, we're we're going on to the next uh, segment, anyways. <laughs> uh, because in the next one, we heard from uh, top. The top-ranked tag team, the Acclaimed, who, through a caster rap, let us know they'll be the new tag team champs after they beat the Lucha Brothers this Friday on Rampage. Uh, this should be a, a fun match on Friday. Yeah, this should be a fun should match. Um, mm-hmm. I Look, we know it's not going to happen, but no, I'm interested to see balance. what we get. I'm interested to see what we get. Yeah, I'm always interested in Caster's raps, although I know they have been controversial over uh, in, in recent months. Yeah. Uh, I know Caster had to take a, uh, a leave for a little while a little, due to that. hibernation. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm, I'm sure, um, I mean, during the rap for the, the promo he did, it was very tame compared to what he normally does. But you still... Um, you still never know. Uh, mm. There's, as we've seen, MJF has has at least dipped a toe over the line on a few things, mm-hmm. um, and so has Arn. As you know, we talked about that on yeah. the Q and A. So um, you would think Caster would still have a little bit of leeway. Although, uh, if I was him, considering he just got suspended for a while, I would still tread lightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, yeah. I'm always interested to see what he's gonna rap about coming to the ring yeah uh, especially it with the lucha always, brothers you never know always a, mm-hmm. an interesting aspect of what they what yep. they do so. exactly yep 
next came Tony Khan's major announcement, which uh, Tony I Schiavone. Before we get onto this, mm-hmm. I wasn't disappointed in what they said, but I sort of was going, "This is the UK announcement. This is the UK announcement. This is the UK announcement." <laughs> and and then it wasn't, and I was just like, oh, "No, my God. you had to know as soon as you saw Aubrey there with the oh belt yeah, as bag. soon as yeah. as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Well, obviously it's not." Maybe it's but a UK championship. I was just generally like, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, it, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Mm. It's coming. I feel like. We'll see. But, yeah. But, yeah, it, it seems like Tony Schiavone is the uh, voice of Tony Khan on the show a lot of times. Because whenever it's a Tony Khan announcement, it's usually Tony Schiavone in the ring doing it. Yeah. And this time he had referee Aubrey Edwards with him. And that major announcement was the unveiling of the TBS championship, a new title for the women's division, which will be crowned after a tournament. Uh, We've had, you know, questions about that on the Q and a and discussions about that recently. So here it is officially TBS championship for the women's division. This is a good thing. It is a good thing. My only thing about the belt is I don't like the blue. Mm -hmm. I thought the blue looks a bit like, out of place. Yeah. Considering uh, what the TNT belt looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if it's, uh, if they're going to kind of do the same thing they've done with the TNT title with whoever wins mm-hmm. it, uh, alters it a little bit or gets yeah. a little bit of something. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe they're just going to start with blue. Yeah. Um, and then it, it'll, uh, take off from there. We'll yeah. see, but it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's fun, and it, it has that same style that the TNT title has. It has the same design, really, the way mm-hmm. it looks. Uh, it's, it's, and I like that, that they're not completely different looking. They're very yeah. similar. It's just you have the different logos and, uh, and all that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I love tournaments. Uh, I really do. Um, the last women's tournament they had uh, I thought was, was great. So with this one, uh, there being a literal title at the end of the at the end of the line that mm. somebody in this tournament is going to win makes it even more exciting to crown the first champion. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Uh, loved this announcement. Um, it's going to be good. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, then uh, we, we saw Darby Allen. Uh, he sat down with Jim Ross addressing his altercation with MJF last week, especially MJF. Uh, bringing up the death of Darby's uncle under the influence uh, behind the wheel with Darby in the car. Mm-hmm. And Darby made it clear that Max cannot get under his skin. It, it seems that the the mental war will be just as, if not more important than the physical battle between these two. Yeah. I mean, we know Darby's story. Like, mm-hmm. I just... I, I kind of, every time I hear it, I just feel sad again. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, MJF can't mainly break him, let's face it. I mean, Darby's such, yeah. like, one of them characters that you just know takes on a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously then what happened afterwards, I was just, like, really... Yeah. Generally annoyed with the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, uh, oh, tonight was not a good night but, for me. <laughs> yeah, but Darby does seem like one that would be hard to break mentally because he does mm. have that the the 
the demeanor, like the you know, he's missing it where he's like a mm. kind of de- dead inside sort of thing, yeah. where um, where it's it would it's kind of a numbness, I guess you'd say, mm. to where it's it you would think it would be hard, at least outside looking in, hard to break him mentally because yeah. if you're not gonna get to me, like you're gonna have to to. You know, you're gonna have to beat me physically. You're not gonna get me mentally, yeah. Because of because of what he's been through, that kind of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's hardened mentally, I guess we'll put it that way. But it's it's gonna be fun to see where things go with this, and we, we will get more on this uh, Darby situation later. Yes. Um, but he also has a match, and that came next. It was Darby Allen versus Nick Camarado, um, and Darby came out aggressively right from the beginning, bringing the fight straight to the big guy. Ultimately winning after an over-the-top stunner and a coffin drop onto Nick's back, picking up the victory. Uh, afterwards, QT Marshall, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to hit Sting with a diamond cutter. Bad idea, dude. <laughs> the icon popped right back up and gave QT a scorpion death drop. QT did not get right back up from that one. No. So what what did you think of the match and QT's poor decision? Well, QT's just QT and he like he doesn't think before he acts. Um No. I just love Darby's face as well. He just turned around going, seriously? Like, uh, what? Um, here we go. Darby's like a like a cannonball when he starts that match. Uh, he's just mm. he literally just flew, knocked out Aaron Solo and just carried on. Um <laughs> I mean I, I've I, I've made no like thing like Darby like is one of my favorites like he's just that type of character that I kind of sort of can relate to in the sense yeah. that like you've always been the odd one out type thing so mm-hmm. I I hundred percent get that um but this match was just Darby just proving doesn't matter what size anybody is he's just gonna <laughs> be Darby basically yeah um, doesn't matter nothing. <laughs> Nothing's too big for him. <laughs> nothing, nothing phases him. He's fine. So MJF, you know, considering, uh, yeah, not not much of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I, I have some uh, some good news. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like the Dark Order are back on the same page after I last know. week. Now they will, from now on, apparently they will be voting as a family on all decisions. So. Everything seems happy again, even if there was some uh, some fun bickering about bald heads and beards. Yeah, it's all, it's, yeah, it's all good though, right? I I, I love good. the fact that they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's all gonna be done as a family, and then and then uh, Anna Jay's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, I somehow think Anna Jay's kind of the like underpin of everything now. Like she's just gonna be mm-hmm. um, just there, like no. Yeah, you boys gotta kinda, be sensible. Mm-hmm. She's kind of that 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 mama in there. Mm. She's gotta, she's gonna have to whip them into shape constantly. Yeah, keep them on the straight and narrow. Um, then um, Dante Martin got some mic time with Tony Schiavone in the <laughs> ring. He was sending a message to the AEW locker room. I'm trying not to laugh when I say this. He was sending a message to the AEW locker room that he will take on anyone. This was a big moment for Dante, Just right? Shouldn't have said anyone. Yeah, that's right. This, this you say yourself up for that one, kid. I'm sorry. Th- this was probably a worse decision than QT 
attacking Sting because it was lights out, literally and figuratively. The lights went out, and when they mm. came back on, Malachi Black was there uh, behind Dante Martin, and with a spray of mist and a kick to his face, Dante's lights went out. Message oh received by Dante Martin. Like, oh, dude. When he said that, I was like, someone you want don't want to come out is going to come out. I didn't expect it to Malachi Black until I the didn't lights either. went off. And when the lights yeah. went off, I went, oh, boy. Oh, Dante, you've made a mistake. Like, and like, we remember like um, Malachi's little piece he said the other week where it's like, you know, there's still um, tolls to be collected. And I was just like, mm-hmm. looking at it going, really, Dante? <laughs> just pay him, him pay him <laughs> just give him the money <laughs> oh, that's like, great. you just you just don't want that guy to be over. there's a great shot that's on twitter um of it's in black and white i think malachi retweeted it or it's tweeted it mm. um of it, black and white dante martin's there in the foreground and he's over his shadow is this malachi black with the whole like gear on yeah, it's kind of like in the dark, and you're just like, that is such an ominous photo. It's just like yeah. the devil that, is behind you. Like, yeah, that, oh my that God. made it even better. The fact that he appeared with the the I call them demon antlers with the demon yeah. antlers on that made it even better. If it had been him without the mask, it'd still be cool. But man, just seeing that image, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like was... a horror. It was like a horror movie moment. Yeah, oh, then, Dante, just... don't even turn around. Just run, dude. Run. <laughs> Run. I just love how he slowly turned and was like, and then he just kind of like met his fate, just like, well, this is it, isn't it? But I love the fact that Malachi got like, after the lights came back off and Dante was dead on the floor, um, <laughs> Malachi got the thing and was like, the House of Black accepts. And I was like, yeah, we accept. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, you did get a happy moment on the show. I got one. There you go. Uh, there you go. One. There you um, go. But is this the way they're trying to make Malachi Black the bad guy? They, they've been trying. Um, it would be uh, interesting to see if this works. Yeah, I don't... It, it, it's going to be tough. Uh, you're going to have to really pair him up. You know, have him go after Orange Cassidy or something. You know, something where some somebody's oh, so Hangman, lovable. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they love Hangman. Everybody does, except for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, or, or I don't know. I'm trying to think of, you know, have him attack John Silver. You know, that something like that where the fans just love the guy. It's lovable. Yeah. Um, something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Dante Martin. People, people like Dante Martin. Dante Martin still, right now. They are. I'm still not sure. Um, I'm not 100% sure this is going to work either. Mm. Um, I still think he's going to get cheers. Uh, if I was there, I would be cheering Malachi Black too. If I was actually Malachi Black. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think he's cool. I think the whole I'd the be the thing, one person in that crowd this last night yeah. that would have been booing Hangman. <laughs> <laughs> just me and my house. Boo! Everybody's turning around me going, boo. What? Boo. That's a, that's a weird way of saying cowboy. That's weird. <laughs> boo, Mr. Hangman, boo. Uh, so, it's, but it's, 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 Getting Malachi booed is like the equivalent, I think, of trying to get the Undertaker booed. Mm. It, it's just that, you know, it's that character. Yeah, even if he's playing something hillish, he's so cool. 
it, you, you still it's hard to, to not yeah. like it. you know it's just a, there's an edge and a coolness to it um regardless of who he's attacking Indeed. but we'll see good luck on getting those boots yeah um, i'm not i'm going to share for him yeah i <laughs> know you will um Dad then uh, FTW champion Ricky Starks graced the Philadelphia crowd with his presence. And he said that he wanted to put the title on the line in, in a Philly street fight with Brian Cage. But Cage didn't show up for work, as usual. Then suddenly Cage showed up for work and started tearing up Ricky Starks until Hobbs and Hook came out and saved him. So we're going to get this this. Starks versus Cage match though it wasn't announced right right then but it was announced later uh, mm-hmm. we're going to get Starks and uh, Brian Cage in a Philly street fight on the rampage this is going to so. be interesting <laughs> I love Brian Cage just like running out in all his gear and then and then all of a sudden Hock and Will Hobbs turn up and pull Ricky out and Rip is literally scrambling for his title belt <laughs> yeah, like scrambling like a baby like, save yeah. my baby Oh, uh, I, so, can't, uh, I can't wait. I'm assuming this will be the end of it, though. We've already seen one Starks Cage match. So I'm assuming this ends the feud, uh, but we'll see. Okay. Thunder Rosa, Sky Blue, Ruby Soho, Jade Cargill. Do you know what all these ladies have in common? They yes. all declared themselves to be part of the TBS title tournament. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, uh, all names that, that I, I'm excited to see in this tournament. I'm sure we'll get some more announced also. Uh, but but for a start, this gets me excited. I can't wait. Yep, yep. I can't, and then I can't wait. This carried over to the uh, women's match for tonight. It was Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. And in this match with a win, Shida would be the first woman in AEW with, with 50 wins. Uh, and there was a, a trophy on the line. A trophy not on the line. It was just for Sheeta. Uh, but for her to celebrate her 50th win. If she got the win. Uh, but that did not happen. Deeb worked on Sheeta's knee throughout. And although Sheeta came close. She was very close to beating Serena Deeb a few times. Uh, that Deeb mean streak came out. And after a rake of Sheeta's eyes. And repeatedly pounding her knee into the mat. She forced Hikaroshita to tap out to the Serenity Lock. Afterwards, Deeb grabbed that crystal trophy uh, that Sheeta would have gotten for her 50th win and cracked Sheeta in the skull with it. So yeah, we that got didn't look good, dude. No, we, we got that official Deeb. I mean, we we've kind of we've seen the Deeb mean streak, but I think she is mm-hmm. if she wasn't officially a heel before this, we have it now. And we have us a nice story, I think. I was surprised she came out of the face tunnel. Yeah. Oh, she did. With. Good catch. I didn't even notice that. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's definitely, you know, setting up her um her mean streaks now. Gotta be a full turn. Um mm-hmm. I'm interested to see who she's gonna face in the women's division, um, being a heel because it feels like there's like a kind of a lesser balance in the women's deal in the women's division for heel mm-hmm. face type thing. And I know we're saying not everybody's heel face, but I just feel like there's more heels than there are faces mm-hmm. in the women's division. 
Um, I could have calculated that wrong. It just, I think it just seems that way. So I'd be quite interested yep. to see who she does kind of like um, head towards for like the next, um, the next like few matches or like the next feud or something. And just to see who, who they're thinking is what. Because like Anna Jay, Ty Conti, um, Red Velvet, Ruby Soho, definitely faces. And then you, I feel you've got more heels for the women. Yeah, it, it does feel that way, yes. Yep. So I'm just interested to see how this is all going to play out because it, it's going to yep. be an interesting watch. I'm wondering, uh, I'm curious to see if Deeb and, and Sheeta are in the team, the TBS tournament. Because mm. um, that could play into this feud as well. Yeah. Because if, if Sheeta, if her next match, let's say, I'm not sure, when do they say when the tournament starts? Or no. if it's that? But if let's just say her next match is in that tournament, mm. um, and it's the first round, and Deeb's not facing her, but Deeb comes out and causes her to lose, so mm. still keeping that fiftieth win from her, mm-hmm. uh, and then something happens later on in the tournament where Sheeta uh, keeps keeps Deeb from advancing in the tournament and getting mm-hmm. pushed out of the title. So there, there's something there. So both get eliminated from the tournament, but you still have that. Which fuels the feud. It's still, you know, it gives a, another feud separate from any title. That's again, it's more stuff for the for the women to be involved in. Yeah, um, I'm I'm digging any. Uh, we're always going to have feuds revolving around titles, so we'll, we'll now have the TBS title and the AEW Women's title. But I'm really interested in, in them having feuds separate from that. Uh, we shouldn't just have women's feuds because there's titles we need because yeah, we have 100%. we have. We have men's feuds left and right that don't involve any titles. They're just blood yeah. feuds or personal. So I yeah. want to see that in the women's division too. So this could this could be something like that. Uh, yeah. Kind of like what we're that. seeing with Thunder Rosa and Jade and um, Nala Rose. Like we saw that yeah. three-way match. There's still stuff that could happen from there uh, that's, yeah. that's personal and not about a title. Yeah. No, I'm uh, for that. 100%. Yep. Um. Then, as as he was leaving the arena, Darby was informed that he was facing MJF next week, and and he embraced that challenge. But suddenly, a limo pulled up, and Darby was attacked by a group of masked men. Who could who, it be? Yeah, they annihilated him. Uh, one used a chair. One appeared mm-hmm. to execute an F ten, but we cannot confirm exactly Not who they. <laughs> Yeah, exactly who they were. But now Darby may not be able to compete next week. He may not be able to face MJF. So what are the odds that that MJF was one of these guys? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's the guy that stepped out of the limo and started to try to use skateboard. (laughs) I mean, pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, it it definitely looked like it was it was the pinnacle. I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... I'm going to say 99.9% sure it was the pinnacle. We're pretty, sh- we're pretty, <laughs> pretty sure. sure. But I do love how the way that the commentator is like, I get they have to do this, but we're trying to sell like Darby may not be able to compete. He was thrown down the stairs, concrete mm. stairs, and went in a TNT match. I think I... he's going to be okay. <laughs> what, what I, and I, this is my prediction though. Um, 
I know Darby's tough as nails, right? Yeah. Um, so I think what may happen here is that he's not medically cleared. Yeah. So even though he he'll they'll they'll do something where he's wanting to go, but they will yeah. not medically clear him. So it's not Darby not being tough. It's just yeah. it's AEW saying they're protecting Darby. A bit and, like what they did when Mox had his eye injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. he's trying to come out into the ring and they're literally like, eh, they're yeah, you need to come it. back. But what I think would be perfect, and I expect something like this to happen, is for MJF uh, and the Pinnacle, or maybe just MJF come out and uh, just say it's it's terrible what happened to, you know, because it was never yeah. revealed who they were. So MJF play it up that I cannot mm. believe Darby was attacked by these thugs and and I'm going to do everything in my power to find out who did this. He's definitely going to like make a big thing about Philadelphia <laughs> yes. as well. Like, oh, oh obviously. The, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. That's why we should never go back to Philadelphia. Cause yeah. just, this kind of stuff happens. And, and I wanted to face you tonight and I'm upset yeah, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. That, that is right up. Keep, this, keep these um, promos going with him because they are yeah. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. As much There's... as you want to punch him in the face, yeah, they are phenomenal. <laughs> and Darby can take a bump like nobody else because he was uh, he was ragdolled by, by the Pinnacle, or not necessarily the Pinnacle, no, by, by five unne- people, by unknown assailants, unknown assailants that were the same size and shape and as the Pinnacle. Move but hey, the Pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about what's really crazy, right? I'll tell you this yeah. for a fact. My auntie that I have not seen in six years because she lives Mm. abroad, she Mm. came over and she came to see me the other day and she was asking about this podcast. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I gave her this this podcast, the one we're doing. This This one right here. So, I gave her a snippet and she wanted to know more about AEW. Mm. So, I I gave her a few showings of Moxley, you know, because you need to start somewhere. The best Mm. place is to start at the top. And I then decided that I would give her a brief history on MJF. Mm-hmm. And I showed her the Brian Pillman promo <laughs> where he was speaking to Brian Pillman. Where he was in Yeah, the entire yeah. bit. And I didn't say, I just said, like, he does amazing promos. And this was um, to rile up this. Amazing wrestler who tragically died and his son's in the company. Mm-hmm. And she'd write, okay. So I didn't say anything about him. And I am not joking. Within about five seconds, she went, This guy's an absolute bastard. I was like, Yeah. And then she was like, yeah. Oh, he's got a face you want to punch on me. <laughs> she was there like, you go. She said, She went, Oh, I can tell. I can tell that he's not one of the good guys. And she has never seen a dot of wrestling in her life, and she Job instantly well hated MJF. Yep. <laughs> like there, that is that that you. He's doing his job. Yeah. Um, uh, if somebody who's not even familiar with the product automatically is like, yeah, yeah, I don't like that guy. It doesn't take much to not like MJF. And there's a reason whenever his music hits. Yeah. My wife tells my daughter to go in the other room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a reason. Because you never know what that man's going to say. No. Oh, and, like, don't. the thing is, though, it's like, she doesn't, she doesn't know nothing about wrestling. So, like, 
she, I said to her, I was like, so what do you think? She's like, I can't believe it's allowed to say that on TV. So she doesn't even get the fact that, like, it's, you know what I mean? It's like what yeah. it is. So she's generally thinking this guy is standing in the middle of the ring. Like, complete, and that's how much she believed him. Yeah. Well, like, that's... she was, like, legit, like, he's horrible. <laughs> it's just like, I know. He's so good at being horrible. He's so good. Um, next, we heard from Leo Rush, and oh my god! And it seems, um, it seems he wants to do business with Dante Martin. Mm. He wants to give him some guidance, and Dante may need that if he's facing Malachi Black. Uh, but Leo and Rush with Dante... more than guidance, he's gonna need an angel. <laughs> <laughs> A miracle, yes. Um. The miracle worker Leo Rush, maybe that should be his new um, his new tagline. If he's able to, <laughs> if he's able to help Dante beat Malachi Black, uh, he's a made man. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Leo Rush with Dante Martin, this is pretty uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, um, I I didn't expect this is what Leo Rush was going to do. I suspected it might have been, but I, I wasn't one hundred percent sure. And I'm just wondering what this means for Dante's brother, considering he's still out. And and I could I couldn't tell for sure if it's Leo acting as a manager for Dante Martin, mm. or if it's Leo like tagging, actually wrestling with Dante Martin. I think I he's tell. more manager. That's what it felt like, um, which wouldn't be bad. And it, you know, uh, his reasons for retirement were medical reasons. You know, they were injury reasons so there it may work out better if you know because he's great on the mic he's a great personality yeah um, this would be pretty cool uh, even if his brother comes back if if leo's paired with them mm-hmm. uh, that could be interesting but it, yeah it would also be interesting if he could get back in the ring every now and then um, yeah i mean i don't know i 100 if dante's doing a single run which it looks like he is doing, mm-hmm. um, then have someone like Leo Rush as kind of like your mouthpiece. And not that he's not, not that Dante Martin doesn't know how to talk, but he's still so young. Not like and Leo Rush. I mean, exactly. No matter how good you are, Leo's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dante's still so young and he's still like so fresh and new into everything. Mm-hmm. To have someone like Leo Rush give you that kind of backup promo wise, mm-hmm. it's going to elevate him so much more. Oh yeah, this, this not is that I be think some... Leo Rush is going to be able to help him do much for Malachi Black. I think is basically sealed. But yeah, yeah. If I was Leo, I might might not make my first appearance with Dante until he's yeah. done with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would say. I'm only going to start when that situation is sorted. <laughs> I think if I was Leo, I might be hanging out with Sting in the rafters during that. Mm. <laughs> like, give, me, hey. give me a call. Give me a call <laughs> when you're. I'll be up. I'll be up here. <laughs> yeah, scouting. I'm scouting. That's up here. I can get a better view of things. I, I'm working out what you need. I'm working out what you need. <laughs> yeah. uh, help me to help you. <laughs> help. Exactly. Help me help you help me stay safe. Yes, thank you. Because um, <laughs> Leo Rush would fly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at le- I think he could outrun Malachi Black, at least. 
Mm, maybe. Maybe. Not knee. <laughs> yeah. But when the lights go out, you never know where you're running. Exactly. You might run right into it. <laughs> Hello. It's like a horror movie. I'm telling you, he's, he's a scary dude. Yes, brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the next, uh, Britt Baker, Reba Rebel, and Jamie Hader were with Tony Schiavone backstage, and she's happy that the ladies <laughs> have the TBS title to fight over now, so that maybe they'll stop coming after her, and we'll leave her alone. Stop coming after the AEW women's title. So, interesting Jamie, words from, Jamie from Baker. Is, Jamie Hate has never done the DMD thing, has she yet? Never. I love how she's just not doing it. Mm. It's just a detail that I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just think it's that character detail that just kind of... Yeah. She, she's with Britt Baker, but she's sort of on the edge of it type thing. She's yeah. not fully she's she's using it to as much as she needs yeah she's getting something from this yeah. relationship now uh the only thing if i'm gonna have a minor criticism because i usually don't have criticisms for uh for brit baker promos mm-hmm. it's the way she talked about the tbs title because they yeah. just introduced it as something new or making it important and then she in the promo which works for her character but she treated the TBS title like it was nothing. Mm. Uh, like it was less than her title, which is not something you've seen the men do with the AEW uh, world title as opposed to the TNT title. Like you haven't heard Kenny Omega go, oh, that's that little TNT title. You know, yeah. And that's, that's the only, and it's a minor thing. And I, I just, I hope they, that's the only time you hear it happen. I don't want her to continuously put down the TBS title. Mm-hmm. But it also could work in a sense, like if I'm looking for a positive there, because uh, Jamie Hader could be in that tournament. Yeah, exactly. And if Baker is like putting it down and then Hader's trying to win it, that could cause a little bit of a some friction between them. Yeah. But that being said, I still wasn't a huge fan of that, especially since it just was introduced. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just. A minor it's nitpick. It's, it's something that completely passed me by. Mm-hmm. And um, most people, I, it probably did. I was just more focused on the fact that I was just like, Jamie Hate has still not done the DMD thing. She's really yeah. playing the long game here. Yeah, yeah, she's that's that's a that's a big part of her character. Just that uh, not really going along with what Baker, uh, what normally everybody does around Baker, mm. including yeah you know, Tony Schiavone sometimes. Yeah. So I guess um, that was it then. That was the last match, wasn't it? So we'll finish, oh, like, finish, finish, um, oh. finish. Thanks, everybody, for listening. No. Um, see uh, you all later. Still one more match. Nah, there's not. It was over. I mean, they that, finally put, uh, like, the women's match was the last match. Look, I let go at the pay-per-view. I let go at All Out. My dreams were crushed. I have this now. I have this. Yeah, so but I don't have it. <laughs> no, you don't. And that, I'm not going to say that makes me smile. Yeah, I am. I'm going to say that makes me smile. Because it, it does. I, I can't lie. It does. <laughs> it makes me all warm inside. Um, I hope the main event. With it. The main, <laughs> not that warm. The main <laughs> event. The main event was the casino ladder match for a shot at the AEW world title. In this I match... Have, I have no thoughts on this match. <laughs> yes, you do. 
everybody knows you do. They might not be happy thoughts or um, safe thoughts or um, broadcasting thoughts or clean thoughts. I'm trying to think of the way to say this, <laughs> um, but you have thoughts. Uh, in this match, though, was Orange Cassidy, Pack, John Moxley, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Andrade, and the Joker. Who, before this match, we didn't know for sure who it was. Wish it was Buddy um, Murphy. Yeah, it was not Buddy Murphy. I know you wish it was now, but it was. I really not. do. Mm-hmm. And in this, it, in you know, two people start the match. In this case, it was Orange Cassidy and Pack. And every two minutes, a new competitor came down. That's kind of how it went. Um, but Can I just it say, was this was a better format than what they do for the other casino, like Battle Royale. The Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this better than the Battle Royale. Um, yeah. I like the threat that of because you know in a Battle Royale, um, technically you could just kind of like if you come down the ramp, you just hang on the outside and don't mm. do anything for a while and kind of hide while everybody battles but with this like technically the match could end before everybody comes out because Mm -hmm. it's the first person to grab the chip so if the first two guys are i was hoping that was gonna happen (laughs) i'm sure you were yeah i'm sure you were but just the the fact that there's that threat and there's not that ability to just hide and let everybody else fight there's a reason for everybody Mm -hmm. to try to stay in the fight uh so i I like that i like this Mm -hmm. much better than the uh Uh, But it was absolute chaos, uh, though. Uh, All six guys left it all out there tonight. Um, One definitely left it all out there. Um, And but then it came the Joker, the seventh man, uh, the return of Hangman Adam Page and the world rejoiced. When that music hit, I felt sick. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, my daughter was watching this match with me. Um, my wife had already gone to bed. My daughter begged to stay up and finish watching it because I told her she loves Hangman Adam Page, and I told her you might. I didn't tell her who I thought was coming out, so you might want to wait and see the, who the Joker is. Who you think is going to be? So she was really thinking. About, and so when his music hit, I thought she was going to start crying. I mean, she was so excited to see him come out. So you can't be I, too mad at it, Sarah. You I can't, like your you, daughter a lot. Like, I know really you do. Sweet and everything, and when I have chatted her, she's lovely. But I mean, I'm going to go MJF here. Like, so oh, like <laughs> whatever. So, so yeah, Hangman came out. Everybody, the pop <laughs> from that crowd was crazy. <laughs> and uh... look, and and with broken bodies laying everywhere. It was Hangman out on page and John Moxley on the ladder in the end. It was me and, and you. It's what it felt like. Honestly, it did. Um, <laughs> and after trading fists back and forth, back and forth, Mox staggered and fell from the ladder, leaving Hangman all alone to grab that poker chip high above the ring. Adam Page is your new number one contender for Kenny Omega's AEW world title. Absolute goosebumps for me. Tears for Sarah. And Dynamite goes off the air as Paige celebrates atop the ladder with a cold one. Um, Sarah, what what are your thoughts on... Um... Well, it was all great until that hangman music hit. <laughs> you knew right then. You knew I it. knew as soon as that hit. I was like, well... 
that's that. <laughs> As if they're doing this to me, and if they're doing this to Mark, he's going to be so annoyed. Um, I just yeah. want to say, before I get into the entire emotional segment that was that ending, um, mm-hmm. this was a fun like ladder match. Like well, Everybody was... was amazing. Like, We've not, like, Andrade's not been um, as amazing as I think everybody expected character-wise when he came into AEW. Yeah. But this was a fantastic showing for him. It was. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Um, I Like, Lance Archer looked amazing as well. Mm -hmm. I do feel sorry for the guy that Jake dragged over. Because um, it looked like he landed really hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> it looked like it did not go well for him. Yeah. And um, when Mark sent through the crowd, I think he actually accidentally punched somebody. Um, yeah. <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. And then what, if you're in the crowd, watch out. Yeah, if you're on them seats where Markley walks through, just take a few steps back. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Um, yep. And also, there was a guy at the front of the barrier with his kid. And when Mox pushed Lance, he like knocked mm-hmm. the guy back with the kid. I was just like, well, this is going really well. Um, and then obviously, like, Mox biting Orange Cassidy's face, um, just completely annoying Lance Archer, just, you know, just running through mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that music hit, I was just like, Moxley just kind of froze. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And we know mm. from a few months ago, that Moxley isn't so much of a fan of Hangman Page um, mm. with his mm-hmm. um, cowboy emo BT breakup um, mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff. Um, Moxley clearly still thinks that title is his, which is 100% true. And he wants not, not it back. Um, so when this happened, I was just like, no. no why? Why are you doing this to him? Like, Moxley carried that title through the worst period of like recorded wrestling history. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't do this. I was so annoyed. I was like, Tony Khan, I think me and you need a word. Like, what the yep. heck? Um, Let's all give Moxley a hand for for doing that, everybody. Let's all give Moxley a hand for for keeping that title during that period. It was lovely. Uh, I appreciate Moxley, and everybody does. <laughs> Yeah, his well, time, his, t- his, his time has passed. Yeah, well, that cowboy something isn't going to last forever, so let's just say that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then there was all that bit on the ladder that I was just like, just push him off. Just, like, push yeah. him off. But obviously, mm. Mox had been in for a while, you know. The guy's exhausted. He's got an insane baby at home, apparently. Um, much so the fact that Renny would probably not be very happy that he's calling their daughter insane, but yeah, you know, it's Mox, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. so like he's annoyed already, he's flustered, he's you know, getting like you know, hangman's punch him in the face, yeah. and he just misstepped. And you that's know, what it was, yep. Then there's this cowboy on top of the ladder. And I'm just staring at Mark Southern Floor going, well, Get I think we know who you're going to be targeting for a while. Um, mm. So, yeah, Cowboy, your son has arrived, but it's going to be that Mark's a shadow of you because he doesn't forget. So, hmm. so is, this, is, this, is this it? Is this the 
catalyst for the Moxley heel turn. This has to be. He got booze. Like, as, as soon as Moxley gets booze and the crowd decide to go for somebody else, you know it's not a good sign. <laughs> like, I think, I think but, they're doing this turn really well, honestly. Yeah, though. they're doing it very... Because, like, I personally thought it was going to be after Cincinnati. After his last tight, the thing with um, Suzuki, and he went into the crowd and celebrated with the home crowd and stuff. I was like, that is clearly going to be it. And it wasn't. No. And I've... they've done this a few times with Mox where you're expecting it to be now. Now. And it wasn't. Um, so, yeah, so I think they've done this really well. And I'm just curious because obviously, I think Eddie's injured at the moment. So, mm. I'm curious just to find out. If Mox turns, what's going to happen with Eddie? Is he turning as well? Yeah, what's his response when he comes back? That kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like Mm -hmm. what I'd want to happen with this entire situation is Mox turns heel. But with Eddie, he keeps some type of, you know, um, understanding. Where Eddie keeps, you know, like, trying to talk him down from things and everything. I don't want them to, like split again I can't mm-hmm. I don't think I could take that uh, yeah so I just sort of I don't I still want it to work yeah there just to be a bit of like you know where he's like oh here he goes again <laughs> like yeah. do you know what I mean that yeah. type of yeah. um not fractured relationship but where it is kind of like a mm-hmm. yin and yang with them um yeah. I'm just not ready for Mox Eddie thing oh. to be over with I'll tell you the possibilities of a a Moxley Hangman feud, especially mm. if not if when Hangman beats Omega for the title. Mm. Uh, I know Lanny Helmsley on Twitter; he's been fantasy booking or talking yeah. about possibility of a Moxley Hangman feud for a while. So he's been talking about it. Uh, it sounded weird when I first read that from him. Uh, mm. But man, it's it's exciting to think about now because I think it's mm. I don't think it's going to happen immediately. Uh, no. I don't think that's going to happen. But but once Hangman gets that title, Mox um, will take his time with it. We know he keep, likes keep, to keep keep an eye on it. Yeah, he, he likes mm-hmm. to um, watch things in the strike, and mm-hmm. um, um, he he likes stalking his prey, just Moxley. But yeah. what I'm also very interested in, and this is another thing my husband pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. When Hangman, when when Hangman gets that belt, the elite is going to fold in on itself, and that, whether mm. you think it or not, is still a continuation of the story for two years. It is coming up for three. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, the match itself, and somebody else mentioned this on Twitter, so this is not my original idea. Although you could see it. Mm. Uh, if you watch the match, I just, it didn't connect with me though until I saw it in words. So I, I can't remember who it was, uh, but I saw it on Twitter. So apologize for whoever tweeted it. Uh, but if you notice in the match, once everybody's in there, Pack is going after Andrade. Mm-hmm. The focus is between them two trying to go after each other. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy's focused on going after Orange Cassidy. John Moxley and Lance Archer were tearing mm-hmm. at each other there's these feuds uh, yeah. that they're focused on. They were focused on each other so much. Mm-hmm. When Hangman showed up, his focus was on that poker chip. 
Yeah. His focus, of course, he, he took several guys out, but he, you could tell his purpose wasn't a feud, didn't have a blood feud to anybody in that ring. His focus was winning that chip, he mm-hmm. getting that title shot, which is great because he, you know, his story was all about not having that confidence. Uh, yeah. Didn't believe he had what it took to do this. Uh, and, but to see him come out so focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time you see him in months was so 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 cool uh, to see his character come to this point mm. to where he had his sight set on something and he did it. Yeah. And now he's back where you know we wanted him to be uh, months ago, which I think you would have been much more behind that and you were then than you are now. Because yeah, I would because it was Moxley because yeah. it was Moxley who took the fall. I mean, it's I'm just being real, you know. When your yeah. guy's the one on the the uh, so close, and then takes that loss, it's it's a different feeling than uh, it would have yeah, been. Yeah, especially before. when it seemed so set up for Mox to win, because mm-hmm. it made so much sense. Yeah. Um. But but this, you've got to admit that in a way, this is another amazing bit of booking from AEW because everybody wanted to be hangman but everybody mm-hmm. also at the same time was going but he's not been around and it also yeah. looked like he was set up for Mox to win it just by the fact that he's never had yeah. that shot never had that, Omega. that rematch mm-hmm. so it kind of all it's... fell that and then once again AEW just like you know yeah, for the worst for the worst experience for me this time, but just like <laughs> swerve. And, yeah, um, this mm. is where we are. But Woody, I have a question. Oh, okay, I have an answer. Hangman on page—that's the answer. No, that wasn't the question relating to. So <laughs> that is the answer. Go ahead. <laughs> do Do you think we'll be okay? Uh I, you know, I think we will. Um, you know, it's it's uh. We'll see where it goes. Um, I mean, we're we're both adults, right? Well, yeah. We both act like adults, right? Yeah. <laughs> Still questionable. We both are humans. Yeah, we're both we're both yeah we're both humans, right? We're both humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm sure we can coexist, even if I'm the winner and you're the loser. I'm I'm sure we can. Um, I personally because, think, because I have I, respect for you, even though you you lost. I have total respect for for losers. So I think it'll be it'll be fine. I feel like you're doing the arm speech to me. No, no, I don't even own a Glock. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I I personally think will be okay until the day that marks and hang my meat. <laughs> Yeah, um because that because one, we all know I can't wait for Kenny to lose the belt, so I'm yeah, all for so, Hangman getting it. I know um, you will be, but but the, the moment day, that happens, mm-hmm. the day that Mox and Hangman start this road, mm. which we are assuming is going to happen, then mm. I think we may need to see some um, podcast. Couples counseling so, people. <laughs> something, something to help us. Uh, yeah, to make sure we're able to stay together. Because um, yeah, you're right. We may need some emotional support. Um, support. You're right. 
<laughs> I'll see if there's any podcast couples counselors out there. I'm sure if not, there may be a maybe maybe an opening for somebody. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody out there uh, is looking at getting into <laughs> podcast co-host couples counseling, then that might be a <laughs> might be something. Well, let us know. Let us know if you have something. It's a available. new career path. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um oh such goodness. a such a fun show though uh although i know i know anniversary show. it um, was it was i can't believe it's been two years i know we've not been going for two years we've known each other for nearly two years but we've not had the yes. podcast for two years no but yeah. i just why we're on like an anniversary thing i just want to say thank you to anybody that has listened or comments or followed anything to this podcast yes. because Literally, if we didn't have anybody listening, we would just be talking about this in like on Twitter anyway. So the fact yeah. that people actually want to listen to it and it's interact great. with us on it, we really do appreciate it. Love it. And um, you know, we'll we'll yep. keep going for as long as you know. Hank Man <laughs> and Moxie don't tear us apart. <laughs> yeah, we will try to hang on. So uh, no, but I. I to echo what she said yeah i definitely appreciate anybody that follows us and, and it interacts with us because um you know us being able to talk with each other is great but us also being able to interact with y'all and, yeah. and talk to y'all uh about this stuff it adds more to the conversation because and i think we've got a know, nice little community going we do uh, and with the q a's that's that's like that's why it's, it's so much fun because it, it gets things from another perspective yeah the questions that i wouldn't think about even asking mm-hmm. y'all ask and uh, and it gives us something else to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some of the better conversations we've ever had have been inspired by what you ask. Yeah, because um, we talk absolute nonsense. A lot of <laughs> we times. Need, we yes. need direction is basically yes. what we're saying. <laughs> exactly. We do. Otherwise, there's there's no telling what we'll talk about. Um, absolutely no telling. Uh, no. So, yeah. Thank you all so much uh, yes. from both of us for sure. Uh, but we are, we're so thankful for Rampage that's coming up friday also it looks like it's going to be a fun show we have uh daniel garcia taking on cm punk oh it's gonna be beautiful uh, yep uh sky blue versus jade cargill that's gonna be harsh mm-hmm. feels like it's kind of a uh um, a preview of something we may see in the tournament mm-hmm. um ricky starks versus brian cage for the oh ftw title and it's going to be a philadelphia street fight um, so that should be awesome. And the Lucha Brothers will be putting the AEW tag team titles on the line against the number one ranked tag team, the Acclaim. Um, so that should be good as well. Um, also, we I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the show before or if we talked about it before we started recording, but it was officially announced that Dynamite this coming week will be on Saturday, uh, October the 16th instead of mm-hmm. Wednesday. And that'll come from Miami. So just uh, make sure to note that on your schedules. Uh, that that is uh, will not be on Wednesdays. It will uh, not be on Wednesday this coming week. It will be on Saturday. So and we're going to try and record the Sunday and get it out the Sunday. That is going to be the attempt. That's the plan uh, right now. We're so we don't because we don't normally record on weekends because that uh, typically. That's our time. Inter- yeah, interferes with family stuff and, and, and everything with both of us. But um, uh, but we're going to try to get that done on Sunday. Uh, really, really early for me. and Well, early for both of us compared to when we normally record. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be in the moment. 
uh, on Sunday. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. So hopefully we'll have that Stay on Sunday. Awake, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes I have my best conversations when I'm I'm not even awake. Uh, <laughs> I'm not fully conscious. I'm I'm smarter. I sound smarter and, when, and, I'm, and when my brain's not see, fully working. And to see the results of that, just listen to the Shazza McKenzie interview. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you never. <laughs> that yeah. That interview was so much fun, uh, but I barely even remember having the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back and listen to it and like, what? Gosh, what, my, what was I drinking in the middle of that? I mean, <laughs> it was it was wild, but that's what happens when you record it like, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Hmm. Uh, and also why we're here. Welcome, Bobby Fish, the AW family. What could happen? <laughs> I know. I hope I hope he stays around. Um, he's, he's signed. He's all elite. He is? Did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, you missed it. I missed it. He's Breaking news to me. Breaking news to me right now. I really, I, I wasn't on Twitter a ton last night uh, after the show, and I haven't been on much today other than just to, to respond to you and others uh, on, on some of me. the tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really fun. But I didn't really go looking around a ton on Twitter, so yeah. I totally missed that. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. awesome. What could happen with Bobby Fish and Adam Cole, baby? (laughs) Adam Cole being on the same roster. Is he going to join the elite? Mm. Is he going to be part of the breakup? There's a lot that could happen, but yeah, that that makes me happy. Good good news. Good news. Um, Thank y'all so much for listening. uh, Very much so. Uh, but also don't forget to check out all of our other content, our AEW uh, Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. But thank y'all again so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. I'm sad. (laughs) I'm happy. Uh. Uh, How are you holding up? I am so pissed. (laughs) 